Welcome to the Unaccepted Podcast, the podcast for car enthusiasts and anime fans. I'm your host, Tony. And I'm Manny. And Manny, we got kind of a short topic, long form episode going on this week. <laughs> then, yeah, yeah. I, I think this one's not really headline heavy, but I think we got some pretty interesting stuff we were looking at. Yeah. But uh, how was your weekend, man? Uh, The majority of the time I slept. Nice. I mean, normally you're up late as hell at night, so... No, no, no. That still happened. Okay, so you slept during the day. Yep. You're uh, becoming major- nocturnal. I am becoming nocturnal. Got it. For the All weekends. Right. For the weekends. <laughs> even though I have a unhealthy relationship with staying up late at night, even on weekdays. Yes, yes, yes. Um. So I'm assuming Lost Ark still? Uh, With Lost Ark, um, me and a few other friends were... Trying to play it together, so we're so if we're not together playing, then we're not playing at all. Okay, got it. Yeah, we're just trying to. I mean, it's a game you can like go on your own and stuff, but like we want to like have fun with each other and just enjoy the game together with uh, all the quests, the battles we do, and everything. Other than that, I mean, most of the time was also Forza, if not Forza, also just like watching anime or just doing stupid shit on Discord and stuff. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. But other than that, I mean, uh, also like binge watching or rewatching uh, other anime and stuff, and catch up on new episodes since the weekend seems to be always the heavy hitter for new animes. Yeah, definitely. Anything notable? Uh, I mean, uh, Demon Slayer season two, Entertainment District just finished last week. So, and they've already announced that we're gonna have the second, uh, the third, the third season actually. But nothing so far. So, not watching that anymore. Tag on Titan, of course. Ranking of Kings. Um, my dress up, darling. And there was another one. I can, I'm trying to remember what it was. Oh, Land of Lidl. Okay, okay. Very cool, very cool. And then, of course, uh, I, I always have a hard time trying to pronounce that first word in that title. Uh, from Commonplace to World Strongest. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, now I remember which one you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. You know, I'm not sure how I feel about the second season just yet. Did you start watching it? Yes. Okay. Are I have started up? watching it. Um, I think I am. I think I am. What was the latest episode about? Oh, shit. <laughs> Were they on a pirate ship? Yes, he had some hallucinations. Um, they were, hallucinations having, they were eating shrimp Stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. You're pretty much on the latest episode. So, so, explain to me what what you aren't feeling about it then, because you're the one that introduced this anime. To me. I did, I did. But the first season just had a bit more darkness to it. <laughs> okay, okay. You know, because he kind of went from like innocent to like just this tortured asshole. <laughs> so basically, we can consider him like the the antihero then. A little bit. He kind of had more of that anti-hero. Now it's kind of just more adventuring with a little bit of attitude. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of enemies. Yeah, but like he just has like a little bit of a pissy attitude. But for the most part, it's kind of a generic adventure now. You know what I mean? Okay, I, I can see. I kind of wanted, you know, what I liked about it was that dark struggle he had. Mm-hmm. It wasn't so much that you know they always try to put, you know hurdles and uh difficult situations for a protagonist right yeah but this one kind of went 
beyond it right in the first season it was a lot harder on him so it kind of had that little darkness to the beginning that i really liked okay i can and see I what you feel mean feel like the second season kind of lost some of that so i'm hoping it kind of reels it back in but we'll see it, it's still entertaining but no i just thought it was really funny especially in, the, in i think it was the latest episode or if not the previous week's episode where the he like um the main dude hajime got like separated from his wrestler group and he has uh kaori the the priest girl with him yeah and they were just talking and he just finally just told her straight up hey like i love her so just fuck off yeah well that's what i mean protagonist with a little bit of attitude <laughs> i was waiting for that because I, honestly I, I was getting really annoyed with kaori yeah so it's to me it's still falling like it it, it became more generic this season mm. And I'm hoping, hoping, I guess it sounds bad, but I'm hoping something bad happens <laughs> <laughs> to kind of reel it back to the first season aesthetic. Uh, and the human face fish came back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What was his name again? I don't freaking remember. <laughs> it reminds me of, uh, I just call him, I'm going to get some people mad. I just call him Jojo. <laughs> I always get I always piss off people when I talk shit on JoJo honestly it's it, it's a love or hate man it's a love or hate to me it didn't hit I tried I think two seasons I mm -hmm. think I did two seasons and then I was it. I just fell off of it couldn't keep me so with the commonplace uh, to World's Strongest who would you say is Beth's girl um I guess the rabbit. <laughs> oh, Shea? I guess so. Okay. I originally thought that she was also best girl for me, but ever since they introduced uh, Tio, uh, Tio's been the best girl for me. Okay. The sadist. <laughs> or the masochist. The, yeah, I was about to say, I was like, what are you talking about? The masochist. No, no, yeah, she's full masochist. <laughs> but other than that, I mean, like, yeah, so catching up on that anime, well, not catching up, just keeping up with it. And just preparing for this Thursday. This Thursday. Jujutsu Kaisen Zero movie tickets go on sale. So if anybody's interested, this, right. the tickets will go on sale this Thursday, I believe, the 25th of February. And Elden Ring is coming out as well, so I already pre-ordered that game as well. Nice, nice. So I'm super excited for Elden Ring, especially since it's from the creators uh, from of the from software developers uh, Miyazaki. Of the Dark Souls series, so I'm really excited for that. Sweet, lots of dying, lots of dying, lots of no sleep, lots of what? More no sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that doesn't seem to change. So I think it's just standard at this point. In terms of change, I th I just think it's getting worse and worse for me. <laughs> like I can feel my hair becoming more and more gray each day. Tell you what, when I get up for work in the morning to leave. I'll send you a text to remind you, hey, go to sleep. <laughs> I mean, okay, yeah. <laughs> the moment I get a text from you uh, when you wake up to go to work is when I know it's like, fuck, it is late. <laughs> get, next week, just ra at a random day, I'm just going to send you a text and see if you respond when I wake up in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Another anime that I'm like uh, that I started rewatching and it's becoming more of a waterworks anime for me. This is like reliving, uh, rewatching, reliving my 
uh, an anime back in the day that I really enjoyed the much so much that uh, the main female character was actually my main waifu before it came, became supersonical, I would say. And the anime was uh, Golden Time. Okay, that was that last big decal that you put on the bed of the truck, huh? It was, <laughs> yes, that one. Kagakoko. Got it, got it. Yep. See, I pay attention sometimes. 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 Sometimes, sometimes you don't even answer your phone, but okay. That is also true. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, that was pretty much my weekend. Okay, very cool. Um, mine was eventful. <laughs> so, uh, my old man was here for the weekend, or for the week, really. I do remember you told me that the other week that he came through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He drove in from Arkansas. Kind of a last-minute thing. Mm. I know, I think I talked about it. Might have mentioned it last week. Maybe. Probably not on the podcast, but uh, we did mention it. Okay, maybe on the podcast. I don't remember. But anyways, he was here for the week. And, uh, oh, you know what? I did mention it because I talked about, like, those uh, where I couldn't have, I wouldn't have thought of the repair. You know, the oh, the patch repair he made to, fi- for to the finish clutch. the trip. Yeah, for yeah, the clutch yeah. arm. Yeah. So I was thinking about that. And, yeah, you know what? I did mention that. So, yes. So. He did that. I ordered up some parts. Um, the ball joint was really, really bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, that thing was loud, man. So, and I drove it around, and, dude, the clutch was really bad. Like, I was like, I don't know why he even bothered to try to drive it over here, dude. Like, <laughs> holy crap. <laughs> I mean, it's just like with you guys with the RV. You know what? It maybe it's the RV. The RV made us brave. <laughs> <laughs> we did it in that old ass RV, and we drove across the country. We can do it in anything; it'd be all right. <laughs> I mean, you, you guys can think of the RV road trip as the Odyssey. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so, um, he wanted to be here for the week. Uh, he asked if I can fix the car, and uh, I can, but. I'm fucking busy right now, dude. <laughs> Obviously, besides work and whatnot, um, I have a board and train right now. I'm not sure if I mentioned that last week, but I have a board and train with me for dog training for a month. And um, I've pulled quite a bit of new clients in. So I'm I'm doing it almost every other almost every day at this point. Watch, you're really gonna become the next Caesar Milan. but uh yeah so just super busy i don't have the time to get underneath there and change the clutch and get the rest of the repairs that it needs done you know Mm. and since he only really had to be out here for a week i made you know i let him borrow the crown vic i made the decision to give him the car okay so you know, he does his training over there. He does his breeding program with the Malinois over there. I think the Crown Vic is going to do him more good than me. Yeah, you know I, mean? I, can, I, I can see that. I, I can see him really being able to use it and, and get some good use out of it. I think I think it'll help him a lot. No, I can definitely see that helping him. So he, I gave him the Crown Vic, canine cage and all, so I, I think that'll be good for him. He left... Uh, Sunday morning? Monday morning. Oh, so Presidents Day. Yeah, yeah. He just left Monday morning. 
and made the trip back. He should be there already. He <laughs> <laughs> should be. I see some growing concerns about the Crown Vic. No, no, no. That thing is solid. That okay. thing is solid. Just making sure. I mean, it, it's old and I wrecked. I think uh, my official count when I gave him the keys is I put 54,000 miles on that car. Oh, shit. In... 15 months. <laughs> so not too bad. Not too bad. But uh, so that car is gone. I daily the Fox body all week last week. How was that? I know we talked about it last uh, week. Yeah, but that was after one day. Yeah, exactly. After one day. <laughs> so now the full week, day. how was that? I don't know how I did this what was it? I think that's at this point maybe seven, eight years ago. When you were still doing sheet metal work and everything. Oh, dude. I was 114 degree weather driving from my apartment in Upland to Woodland Hills. <laughs> <laughs> in 114 degree weather through traffic in that Fox body. Uh, a little bit different, but still pretty similar to how it sits with no AC. And no mufflers. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 fox body has mufflers now, and I could not fucking stand it. <laughs> I think the longest trip I've done in a car that had no AC was to Bakersfield. Okay. Uh, work van. The AC decided to take a shit the day before I had to make that delivery fun <laughs> it was the middle of summer and shit and it was kind of it was kind of weird because we don't get orders for bakersfield during the summer because it's always winter or the the very hot moments of summer is when they we don't get orders over there because no plants survive up there yeah so it's only it's only when it, the, the weather's kind of fresh or a little bit warm but it's just weird but oh my god that drive was so unbearable I feel like my phone was going to blow up too. Just oh, dude, I did it for eight months. No, I wouldn't die. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, you know how I have the four-point harnesses? Yes. The buckles are kind of high. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would get in the car and they'd burn my neck. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd have to get like a spare t-shirt and I'd wrap the spare t-shirt around the buckles so the sun didn't hit it directly and superheat them before I got in the car. <laughs> well, kind of like those cushions where they wrap on the on the seatbelt so like it wouldn't burn them too. Yep, basically, basically. <laughs> so yeah, I apparently, you know, in the last 7 years I got fucking old cuz I could not stand daily in that car. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> so, we'll talk about it a little bit later in the episode, but I did go car shopping. Okay. So we'll we'll get to that a little bit later in the episode. I think we'll have a nice little transition into this, but mm. uh, anyways, Manny, let's uh let's get into our planned discussions. <laughs> yeah, so we we already kind of knew about this, but like it still surprises when we see more companies getting involved, but like uh infomercials or just commercials and advertisements of different companies that involve anime and stuff. Yeah, so we, we kind of started talking about this. Uh, I think this kind of stemmed from when last week we talked about all the EV commercials for the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. And then we started talking about how, you know, Acura and Toyota both kind of had like anime geared 
advertisements for their cars. Yes. So I started digging around and doing a bunch of Google searches to see what other car companies has kind of touched into that market, right? Mm -hmm. Or into that, you know, into that little niche, right? And there's a couple of them I did not know about. <laughs> so one of them that I was a big throwback to me, I completely forgot about it until I saw it come up in the Google search, was Subaru's Forester ad for a, with Attack on Titan. That was a while ago. That 2014. No, before that, actually, maybe. Maybe 2013, at least. Maybe. I mean, the YouTube link I found for it was 2014. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, 2014. So, I as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, that's right, they did. <laughs> um, Another one that I found, like, that I completely, completely forgot about. Because I remember I've seen the video before when I, because I used to own one, was Nissan with their uh, uh, B13 or mm -hmm. the B14. Nope. Sorry. <laughs> B15 Spec V. Yes. SER. And they kind of did this whole super corny <laughs> animation that kind of like was a, like a speed racer knockoff. Uh, I want to say a little bit more cornier than that, maybe. Cornier than Speed Racer. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> and that one aired back in 2007, dude. Damn. Yeah, that's that's a really, really old one. And um, and then we did talk about, a, I think it was what, last year or maybe this year? Last year. Last year. In promotion for the, fourth, for the final season part one was when we had Mercedes do a collab with Attack on Titan as well. Yeah, and they did that whole, like, almost manga-ish so, print on the yeah, car. Yeah, it's, it's basically considered called a uh, manga bomb. Well, because it's, it's blown up, right? Because yes. it is blown up. Is it, like, still a manga bomb? I would consider it a manga bomb. Okay. doesn't matter if it's blown up or not. Got it, got it, got it. I was thinking, like, those old... I think we did it to Tommy's car, right? Yes, I did it to Tommy's car on one of his fenders for his previous Honda Accord, which failed ultimately because it was our first time and we were considering just re-trying re to see what we can do to make it better again. But who knows? Yeah. That's up to him if he wants to do it again. <laughs> Let's manga bomb the race car. Ooh. Future plans. Future, future plans. plans. Yes. Future plans. Yes. Let's do that, though. <laughs> I'm, I'm down for this. <laughs> we're going to get a sidebar again. <laughs> Um, so another one that I I don't even remember seeing, to be honest, was um, Ford's Dragon Ball Z campaign. <laughs> I never heard of this either. I never heard of it. And like I said, this is all just from I, like... I mean, if, if I were to consider ads for um, Dragon Ball Z, I would, some, I would think of something like food-related, not car-related. Food? Uh, you know, I, I can see that. I can see that. Because there is also One Piece... One Piece did a collab with Cup Noodles, and they had animated shorts of uh, them like in high school and stuff, and eating uh, cup noodles and instant noodles and everything. Yeah. Okay. Apparently, it was a whole little campaign they did. They because they even did Sailor Moon. Yeah, I mean Sailor Moon and Dragon Ball Z were like the hype back in the day together and everything. Yeah, but these ads didn't air till 2015. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm wondering if it's here just... Here in the U.S. or in Japan? I believe here in the U.S. 
So it, it's kind of like I bet you it was kind of like because uh, you know this is at the that point where yeah uh, yeah I think it was already kind of in the upward trend where the conventions were getting extra extra packed mm-hmm. and anime was really on the rise right. So I almost feel like this was like a Ford executive going like, yeah, you know, I've heard about this anime thing. Maybe we should try to commercialize to these younger audience with this. What's a, what's the popular anime right now? And they just uh, those are the only two they can think of. No, I, I think it, I can think of a much better anime that's better than Dragon Ball Z or Sailor Moon. Oh, at, in 2015, fuck yeah. Or in the house. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> or or King of the Hill. King of the Hill that that fits Ford aesthetic. Oh, that fits Ford does. aesthetic to it a does. T. Think about Hank Hill going out there loading his propane in the F one fifty with the, with a ten gallon hat and everything. <laughs> but yeah, it almost feels like somebody now, in advertising we, at Ford. I, okay, I'm sorry if I interrupted no, no, you. You're good, good. No, I think about it. Did King of the Hill ever did a collab with Ford? I don't know, but that truck looks like an F one fifty every it time should, I see it. Or a Ranger. Or a ranger, or a ranger. But there are times where it looks much bigger than than other episodes too. So it always throws me off when you say, and so I kind of think like he's from Texas, right? <laughs> he ain't gonna have <laughs> no little ranger. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's a good question. But yeah, like the the Ford advertising with Dragon Ball and Sailor Moon 2015, like that had to have been some exec going, yeah, we need to advertise with anime. Mm-hmm. And they just thought those two, because those are probably the only two they ever heard of at that point, you know? Yeah. So, super cringe-ass commercials. It kind of looks like uh, Tech on Time also did a collab with Snickers as well. <laughs> <laughs> Where, you know, like, like if you're angry, eat a Snickers, you're not yourself. And I guess like the Titans and they eat the Snickers and they become their true themselves again. Oh jeez. <laughs> Which kind of fits the part, honestly, I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so one of the things about the uh the Ford and Dragon Ball Z one is that when you watch the commercials, they show the characters, they're talking, whatever. I think one of them they're making the they're they're wasting <laughs> wasting their wish <laughs> on a Ford Focus. <laughs> and they didn't even specify what trim to. Mm-mm. But what's funny is that they don't show the car until like the last five seconds. Yeah, I was like, is this really commercial or is this? I, I thought it wasn't for a while. I was like, nah, somebody's trolling it. And then I found more and I was like, oh, nope, I guess it is. Same with the part two. Yeah, the, the part two I think that I showed you was the fusion. <laughs> yeah, when uh, I think it was like Goten and uh, Trunks, they uh, they did the fusion for Gotenks. Yep. So there was one other one that I wanted to talk about. Uh, uh, yeah, that uh, you, you, weirded me the fuck you, out. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently this was like 2016-ish. And it is a commercial from Toyota um, for the Prius. And this was aired only in Japan. It was a Japanese commercial. Okay. And um, the the commercial on YouTube that I found was called like Toyota Prius Impossible Girls. Now I am unsure if this is a real game because it, it kind of looks like the uh, Azur Lane kind of like Battleship Girls kind of thing, right? Like those games that are really popular, like that. Yeah, I know what you mean. 
So I'm unsure. I probably should have looked at that more. If Impossible Girls is an actual like mobile game or computer game that they have. But basically this Prius commercial, they created a essentially battleship or I guess Prius build girl for each of their components of the car. So they go through, you know, the electric range, the wishbone suspension, the rigid chassis, and they created like a whole animated girl character for the car components. They basically anima animified the whole car down yes. to every part. It it it's weird. It's a weird commercial. <laughs> what were so, uh, like what, what were some of the examples they showed us? I I I was busy laughing my ass off that I couldn't pay attention to what we were seeing. Oh, they're they're amazing. I feel like we need to post a couple of the uh pictures of these girls on the Instagram. It's <laughs> it's honestly amazing. This is a hybrid transaxle. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of gears. It's a lot of gears. It's a lot of gears. This is a power control unit. <laughs> oh god. I think I saw one for CPU like human tech. <laughs> I'm assuming human text like the infotainment. Yeah, system. I would say the infotainment. Yeah, center. okay, okay. So it, it's it's really really weird. Double wishbone. <laughs> yep, double wishbone suspension. Okay, pause it, pause it. I'm sorry, but the the double wishbone girl looks like the most uncreative character they they made for this. <laughs> like, there's no creativity right there. You know, I am curious to see if this ad was su successful. Mm. I feel like I need to put this in our little archive a little bit and like research it further. <laughs> if we want to research it further, we buy a Prius. No. No, 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 no. Hear me out. I'm not straight piping it, Manny. That's not where I was going. I. That's where you're ending. Well, since you reminded me, I guess I'm going to end it there now. <laughs> we get a Prius. We get the TRD body kit for the Prius and the TRD wheels that are only available in Japan. Then we straight pipe it. Still no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. But yes, these are... Some of them are really entertaining and funny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, Obviously, some take them much more seriously than others, like... Yeah, obviously the not GR86, the wishbone girl. Not, not <laughs> double wishbone suspension, all right? To get, Toyota's like, you know, get you a girl that can do both. It'll give you impossible girls and then give you the ad like the GR86. Oh uh, yes, which is which was a great ad. It was that yes. was a great great ad. So I'm sure everybody's seen that one. That one's super recent now, but yeah, this is it's it's kind of weird. And even kind of going through them and seeing what other companies like. Obviously, I tried to focus on the car companies using them, mm -hmm. but I ran into some random KFC commercials with Goku holding a chicken wing. Like <laughs> the one that still confuses me to this day is Arby's. You know, I've seen, and, and I think it was like a, you know, those little stupid um, page flippers on yes. Facebook or whatever. It was something about Arby's Twitter, and it had like a ton of anime like posts. They do that apparently really Actually, often. Actually, no. If I do remember, I brought this up to you, and you were curious, and you wanted to look more into it. Maybe that's what it was. Because they were doing a lot of stuff for Myer Academia and One Piece. Okay. But, I mean, Arby's is getting it down, honestly. They're doing something right. With I still all... don't know anybody who willingly eats there. That's the thing, too. 
And I still have never seen uh, met, I have never met a weeb that has yet to tell me that they go to Arby's. This is true. This, if you're a weeb and you eat Arby's, send us a message. I'm curious. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm actually curious. So if anybody eats Arby's and you're a weeb, let us know. Like, how are they still every time? So the only time I go to Arby's is like, it's been uh, three years. You know, I usually alternate Arby's as often as I do my cars. <laughs> <laughs> About every three years or so. And uh, I order something. It's like, oh, I just want something different. What do I feel like? And then I have it and I'm like, oh, this is why I don't come here. <laughs> so explain to me what Arby's is. I, I've never had been there. Is meat, it really just meat sandwiches? Meat sandwiches, like sliced sliced meat sandwiches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty much it. It's not flavorful. It's pretty gross most of the time. Every time I go. Well, I still want to know how they're doing this right with the anime collaborations. I think it's just whoever runs their Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like the Wendy's, how they run their Twitter. Exactly, exactly. They just have some fucking weeb that's running their Twitter all day long and thinks it's funny. <laughs> Not bad, not bad. It, but, I mean, we had McDonald's also come out with, like, an animated short uh, commercial, uh, which got, got popularity as well. And then there was another one. I'm trying to remember who, who did it as well. It's uh, all right, Manny. You don't got to think too hard. I know, I know. I'm, <laughs> rack, I'm racking my bangs right now. Oh, Nescafe also did an anime commercial as well. And these were, like, more, like, original creations they weren't collaborations yeah so i'm just like enjoying like how companies are now embracing the anime side and everything so with that let me ask you something okay so we've been seeing the rise obviously you know we were pretty avid going to the cons you used to volunteer yes for for, uh, ax I, i i mean for ax i stopped enjoying it especially volunteering but I don't regret it. Yeah. But we kind of saw a pretty significant rise. What do you say? Maybe around 2014, 2013, maybe? I would say 15. 15? 15. Okay, maybe I'm a little bit early. So around there, we just saw re- almost like an explosion. I wouldn't even call it gradual. Mm-hmm. It was just like one year to another. And I would have to say the main factor that probably helped anime blow up, in my opinion, and this is just one of the animes. I wouldn't say it's solely only because of this anime, but Attack on Titan. It was at the high point of Attack on Titan. Yes. It definitely was the high point of that. Mm-hmm. That That is true. But we kind of saw it explode really quickly. It did. So I guess my question is, right now that we've kind of covered all these different car commercials and companies basically advertising right you don't spend money on advertising towards a group a demographic group unless it's significant enough where they feel they can pull some customers right Mm -hmm. is it a fad and have we plateaued i would say there is a certain portion of the anime community that only do it as a fad i wouldn't say the whole community is a fad no 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 i'm not saying the whole community absolutely not i don't think for you know anything you could call a fad right anything anything you can call a fad there is always a diehard portion that does not consider it a fad i'm just talking about the mass popularity right 
as a mass popularity thing, there are things that go through cycles of popularity, which could be considered a fad, even mm -hmm. if it still has a following that is a dedicated following regardless, right? Yeah, just like uh, mech animes, that was a huge fad. Like, it was the mainstream back in the day, but then it went away. Isekais right now. Isekais right now. We had uh, Magical Girls back as well. Like I think Magical Girls and mechas were like on point together at the same time as a, a one big old fad is um martial arts animes as well maybe i would say but i'm trying to think of like other animes that i can consider like huge where it just had a huge following like how we see with like mechas especially yeah but what i'm asking is is basically right now that anime kind of as a whole has gotten so popular is it a fad and if so have we plateaued is it gonna are we gonna see any more growth what do you think i don't consider it a fad i mean as a personal opinion because i grew up with anime and anime has been that main enjoyment in my life especially and i would also say it has not plateaued either yeah and and we in literally what we just talked about a few minutes ago how we just see more and more companies doing collaboration if it plateaued we wouldn't see these collaborations continuing very true very true yeah i'm not sure how much bigger it'll get and i don't mean it again like i don't mean it as a fad like it's a fad for you or a fad for me i just mean kind of like uh bandwagoning right i mean there's a big big portion of the popularity in anime that and is I am just gonna go back bandwagon to, and i am gonna I mean? go back to attack on titan attack on titan did also bring a lot of bandwagons yes 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 so that's why i'm wondering do we have a couple more that's going to keep it going bigger or is this kind of like where we're going to kind of sustain for a while? I wouldn't say so. I mean, we also saw the Olympics also promoting anime with some of the players and stuff. And we have the car, we have car collaborations. We have food company collaborations. We see conventions. I mean, conventions will always continue and we're always going to see new content at conventions and stuff, press releases, uh, new creations like movies like the Jujutsu Kaisen movie uh, new uh, manga artists manga creators manga uh, senseis uh, new animation studios new animes it's just going to keep continuing 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 I personally won't I probably I probably don't see this plateauing anytime soon okay alright because we did kind of even see the growth of even like the Atashas out here so that's what I was also going to bring up. Uh, even though anime as a whole, I would not say it plateaued, but there is certain aspects of the anime community that has plateaued. One in particular, as what you just mentioned, Itasha's. Uh -huh. uh, I would say, yes. Uh, what, what was this? Um, I would say this was probably 2014, maybe, is when I found out about Itasha's, and I had my first car meet, and I saw my first Itashas in real life and everything, and I never knew about them. And who and, and long behold, that Itasha was Devin's car, the Asuna Itasha car. Yeah. And me personally, I would say Devin was one of the main figures to bring Itasha into light here in SoCal, especially. That's my personal opinion. Yeah. Um, but as time went on, yes, Itasha got more popular. People started doing investing into putting in libraries of anime girls or anime characters onto their cars and stuff and we just started seeing it seeing it more and more and it just became something like special and everything but then 
you just see it everywhere now. So like, that's where I, that's why I would say the anime Tasha community did plateau because it's just basic. It's just basic now. True. Well, <clears throat> I mean, in my same, opinion, yeah, I think the same could be said for almost any form of modifications of cars. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You could still have an Natasha that could, like, wow, right? Yeah. You could still have a Natasha that could wow, and and that's not really in that same basic category. You know what I mean? Yeah. At the same time, you could have some that are just kind of like plain. <laughs> and that's and again, where we, it's, it's always a personal thing that they're doing it for they for what they want, anyways. You and know? that's where the community runs into problems, especially with the elitist movement, especially which brings down like. Honestly, I wouldn't say elitist should be gatekeeping all this stuff because, as we all said it before, support your hobby. Yeah. If we support our hobby, we're going to get more out of our own hobbies. But, yeah, um, I mean, I mean, there's there's so much I can say right now. My mind's going blank at the moment. <laughs> yeah, no, no worries, no worries. But, yeah, I mean, we we kind of did see that where we, we, we heard of individuals that were like, bad-mouthing people who were doing, like, partial raps because they didn't do a full rap or they didn't and do this it, or it that, it, you know? And it doesn't have to be the enemy community. We see this in every aspect of other communities as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Down to, like, uh, there's there's so many I can name off, but I, I'd rather... I'm not going to yeah, say anything. No, no worries. But, yeah, I, I mean, I, I get it. I do, but at the same time, it's kind of like... Uh, and one of the main reasons I would say is like it's just basic now is because back in the day, like when it first started happening over here, uh, you would see like these like super like modified cars or like these rare cars and stuff being uh like Itasha out and everything. And now it's come down to the to the to like really just like basic low level trim cars with just Itashas now. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but like it just I'm just saying it just to me it's just basic now. Okay. Honestly, I still like to see them out. I would still like to see more out. And I think what I like about it is that it's harder to copy in a Tasha. Mm-hmm. Right? Like when you go into modding, uh, let's say you mod any kind of car, you're going into stance, right? Mm-hmm. Go to the stance community and you're going to see the same wheel setups, negative camber setups, the same over fenders. You know what I mean? <laughs> At least with the Atasha, like, there's usually a little bit of uniqueness to the characters yes, they choose yes. and stuff like that, right? So, like, not only do you have a wide range variety of cars where, yeah, some people do it to their boring car. Cool, right on, you know what I mean? And then there's some people who do it to some crazy nice sports cars. Yes. But even then, they still do completely different characters, um, there's the style that I've mentioned that personally for my car, if I ever do one, I would not want <laughs> is where they do like the starry background and the giant print letters of the name of the character <laughs> where it looks like it's taken right off of like a, the, like a banner, like a banner or a screenshot of the, you know, intro of the anime or something. Or, or you know? a desktop wallpaper. That's perfect. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Okay. Yes. There's a lot. I see that one a lot, like that style a lot, right? I don't like that style. <laughs> I love, and I know I've mentioned this several times. I like like Sergio's car. Yes, I love that style. What he did with it, I think it's amazing. It's gorgeous, you know. And we also have to thank World Class We Brandon for designing that. Absolutely, absolutely. 
So like that's the kind of style I kind of like to see, but it's because not only is there different styles to the Yatasha, now you have different car styles and obviously characters. Mm-hmm. Um, remember Rob's? Yes, Death Gun. Death Gun. That was I honestly I loved his. I loved his. I really wish he would have kept it. I wish he did because it to me that car was just so unique in the terms of the Yatasha community because everybody was just anime waifu girl yep this one was not a waifu or an anime girl it was comp- it was a male character and it was just a complete different setup where it actually stands out yeah while utilizing his already black car like mm-hmm. it was great i fucking loved it he did a great job with that yes. one so yeah i i mean i love to see it and i love the character range i am down to see more of it I mean, me personally, I've always been wanting to try to Natasha on my cars, but I just never had the time to actually fully invest in it so far. Um, just because I was like, uh, I don't know. End up buying another car. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, basically, that's what it's been the last couple of years mm-hmm. for you, so it's end up buying another car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, like, we see movie. like, going back, we see more and more movies coming out movies for like popular anime series coming out and everything just progressing the story even if it's not canon or becoming sequels to the animes and not just towards anime we have also original creation movies as well in the anime community um like some examples like grave of the fireflies all the studio ghibli movies your name a silent voice and just many other movies honestly yeah akira I- honestly one of the best anime movies ever made very true very very true there was a (laughs) slightly off topic but uh we don't lift the shop i referred you to go get your helmet from yes yes um somebody actually did a uh an artwork of their nsx i think i saw that did you see it i think i did they did their i didn't pay attention enough but i think i did see it they did their nsx with the akira with the Akira yes, whole aesthetic yes, to yes, it. Yes, yes, oh, yes. dude, I was like, oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Did you know that thing has a FK8 Type R motor in it? Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> they swapped that in the NSX. <laughs> it's pretty badass. Nice. I bet they're not overheating. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm still bitter about that stupid thing. <laughs> and the thing is, Honda's never going to fix that. They're never going to fix it. Nope gonna always be an overheating thing <laughs> and then in addition to like movies we also see video games coming out for animes and stuff video games arcade games we also have uh mobile phone games right now they're teasing the full metal alchemist mobile game coming out soon we have uh, uh pretty derby uh musume their one year anniversary coming out and everything we got uh azure, azure lane which i'm playing right now we got the Many other games, especially uh, there's the Danmachi mobile game and everything. All the Naruto uh, Storm Ninja games that they came out for, like the consoles and everything. Yep, I have those. I had a few of those. I've, They're pretty fun. I, I'm about to go look at them because I think I misplaced them somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's just countless other games that we can just find now. Granted, Japan Sony uh, Sony Division is being stingy with all their games and Sony America just gives us shitty games sometimes or anything. So, so sometimes we can't really enjoy those games. 
again, that kind of goes back. If we let the anime community keep growing, there's going to be more market, more reason to bring it out here. Well, I mean, the PS Vita gave more of a reason to bring out those games, but again, Japan was just being stingy with their games. Yeah, well, I'm just wondering if it's stingy or they just they don't have the data to show the sales to make it worth it. I'm pretty social justice warriors are behind it. Jeez, <laughs> oh, <laughs> that would be Nintendo. No, 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 no. Nintendo's no, that, always the, a little those girl are being when it comes ca- to that. No, that's a Karen. That's a Karen. <laughs> oh, the Karen got it. <laughs> Nintendo's the Karen. They are. They are. And then also the progression is music as well. We've been seeing so many music. Uh, being involved in anime especially where we're just getting great music like openings songs and everything collaborations and just like like every now and then I'm in the El Camino jamming out to Japanese songs and people are just looking at me weird I don't know that Attack on Titan intro man yes damn yes (laughs) (laughs) all right so um Let's get into the last thing on the board, Manny. Okay. I think that's a pretty good wrap-up. I'm curious to see what we kind of have for the future coming. but And I still want to know if, who goes to Arby's. Yes, if you go to <laughs> Arby's, you let us know, and why are they still open? <laughs> <laughs> and Didn't Arby's buy Dairy Queen or Baskin-Robbins? I forgot which one of the two. I do not. Honestly, I don't go to either of those. <laughs> but they bought one, either of the two. So I'm like, how the fuck does Arby's get business enough to buy one of those? I don't know. I know Dairy Queens are like super popular, I think, out of California. Because mm. I remember um, on the road trip going to Arkansas, uh, where my dad's at, I saw so many goddamn Dairy Queens. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> they got nothing out here but fucking Dairy Queens and Dollar Generals. <laughs> that is the American South. Oh, they bought the Dunkin' Donut brand. Oh, got it, got it, got it. But anyways, Manny, Apparently let's get into they own our Buffalo last one. Wild Wings too. Really? I think so. Oh wow. Yeah. Shit. So maybe all the other businesses keep Arby's afloat, and maybe Arby's just stays afloat just because. <laughs> I can see that. It's a money laundering thing. Michoacana <laughs> <coughs> all over again. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> let's not talk about that one. All right, Manny. Anyways, let's get into our last thing. Okay. I went car shopping. Yes, uh, you did tell me on Sunday you were looking at EV cars. Yes. So the EV was the original idea, right? So... At first, my choice was kind of between uh, the Ionic 5, Hyundai, and the Polestar 2. Mm-hmm. It's Polestar, but I guess technically it's like partially owned by Volvo. Mm, yeah, yes, yes. But it's like a separate brand. So what had me kind of skeptical on that one is that uh, I wouldn't have a brick-and-mortar dealer to take the car to if something went wrong. Mm. You know what I mean? There's no... like taking it to the Volvo dealer and again saying, you know, hey, fix, fix this shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but apparently uh, Polestar has what they call spaces. And those spaces are kind of like retail spaces. But if you're within like 150 miles of them, they will actually drop you off a loaner and pick up your car for repairs. Huh. So I was like, okay, I guess. That's kind of nice. It's kind of nice. I mean, I... 
I think it's still a little bit weird and tedious because you probably have to wait for their business hours to drop you off a car. And you know what I mean? Now, instead of a, a repair that could potentially not be that long, like it's got to get driven all the way over there and repaired and then dropped off again, you know? Mm-hmm. And I guess, I guess that's a workaround, but whatever. So I went to go see the Ionic 5. It is so much bigger in person. <laughs> is it? <laughs> yes. So it's an SUV, right? It's an SUV. They say it's like a crossover, but that shit's like a big crossover. Oh, shit. It is so much bigger in person. And I'm not, maybe it's just the styling of it, because I really do like the styling of it. It looks really, really good. But it looks like it could be a lot. Like it looks, it doesn't look as big as it is in person. Mm-hmm. It definitely looks smaller. Um, but I did get a message from uh one of the listeners. He works for a company that works exclusively with like EV cars and autonomous driving. You know, and he he posted a story that uh he had a bunch of they had like a whole bunch of Konas. That's the Kia, right? Uh, that's the Hyundai. Oh, it's the Hyundai. It's the, I mean, same thing, but yes. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's it's the Hyundai Konas, the EVs. And I asked him about it and asked him how they were because, you know, that's basically the little sister car of the Ionic 5. Mm-hmm. And he said, stay the fuck away. <laughs> <laughs> so ba- from what it seems like it... And he had- works at Hyundai? No, 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 no. He works for a company that I, and he'll probably message me if I'm wrong, but basically I I believe the company is developing self-driving software. Uh, But it sounds like they use different cars because I think he mentioned that some other branch or team uses other cars for their stuff. mm. But since his team all use the Kona, it it seems like they've had a lot of issues with the car, reliability-wise, you know. And these cars... Do not have a ton of miles. I think he even mentioned, I think, under 30,000. Okay. A transmission failure even and stuff like that. So he's like, it's considerable amount of repairs. He says the car is actually really nice. It's very comfortable. But that maybe they're just not ready yet. Now, given the Ionic 5 is supposedly like a full big upgrade from the Konas, you know, that made me a little bit skeptical. A little bit skeptical. I don't want to be the test dummy either. You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure Hyundai could have gotten this down if they teamed up with Apple. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, it made me a little bit skeptical. Um, So I was like, okay, well, let me start looking a little bit deeper into the Polestar 2. Scheduled a test drive. Okay. When to go test drive it. The dual motor is super fucking fun. (laughs) (laughs) Like, goddamn, man. <laughs> and the one I wanted uh, was pricing out at 56.3. Damn. I mean, so originally, you know, I talked about originally just going cheap EV, just make it a commuter, and I'm going to throw a fuck ton of miles at it. You know what I mean? Or mods. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just a bunch of miles on it, just run it into the ground for my work, right? But um, it seemed like all the low-dollar EVs had issues or no range. Because it seemed like the best one that had the most reliability reviews was like the uh, Mini Cooper. 
but it only has like a hundred and ten or a hundred and twenty mile range. Like it, there's no range in that thing. Yeah, there is no range. Yeah, like that's not gonna do me any good. <laughs> so that's when I figured, like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just buy myself like a nice one. I'll just go up my budget up, right? So I went to go test drive the Polestar. I found out that they no longer qualify for the California tax credit. Ooh. As of actually Thursday. Really? The twenty Shit. the twenty fourth. Which I believe and from what they told me, I would have to have possession and delivery of the vehicle by the twenty third in order to apply for the California credit. Okay. I could not take the Polestar home with me that same day if I bought it. Really? No. Why? They have like a week cool off period and I don't understand it because because of the uh the limited time for the California thing, I was trying to select a pre-configured model rather than custom ordering one. So I was I was like okay, whatever, I'll eat the 2 grand. Fuck it, right? I'll eat the two grand, and uh, I went to the test drive. I guess going back now, right? Kind of yeah. backtracking a little bit, sorry. Um, so I went on, on the test drive, dual motor, and I wanted the dual motor and the pilot package. Um, fast as fuck. Like I said, it was really, really fucking nice. The pilot package was nice. It had, you know, all the amenities and whatnot. Um, but my wife kind of mentioned something that made me think, think a little bit right okay because i was kind of like driving in and i was like okay and it gets like 250 to a full charge um the single motor which is half the horsepower does 270 so in my mind like fuck that 20 miles like i'll get double the horsepower fuck that like it's still you know i think the single motor is still basically like a fifty thousand dollar car fuck that (laughs) i'll sacrifice 20 miles for double the horsepower Especially at at the, at the price, you know. Yeah. Uh, but she kind of mentioned she's like, "Okay, are we gonna test drive another one?" And I kind of looked at her and I was like, "This is kind of the only other one I found tangible, you know." Oh, okay, okay. So it kind of got me to think a little bit. I was like, "Damn, this is the only one I found tangible." <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, "Am I gonna spend fifty six grand?" Because I had no other option that I felt like, you know, worthy. That's weird. It is. That's weird. Granted, (laughs) you took a risk with the Type R as well because you couldn't test drive it. This time you had something tangible, but it was the only one. Yeah, but even with the Type R, I test drove the Golf R. I test drove an STI. I test drove the RS. I test drove a lot of other cars. I had, like, an agonizing decision, right? Mm-hmm. I actually had to go, like, damn, I really like this one, but this one has this, but this one has that, or you know what I mean? Whereas here... Here, I really didn't feel like I, you know, I, I eliminated the Ionic because it, you know, it sketched me out that there was rela- reliability issues with the previous, you know, with the Kona. Um, The Chevy was no longer making that bolt. Mm. That's done. Uh, what really? What else? The Volkswagen, boring as fuck. I'm not gonna lie. Like, <laughs> it was probably what about the, what about the Beaver car? There is the Beaver car. Yes, there is the Beaver car, which was coming out. 
that was also a sedan, so it was another car, but I really don't like that. Was grill. it a sedan? I thought it was a crossover. Uh, well, there is a crossover, but they recently came out with their sedan. Ah, they have an electric sedan that, for some reason, still has that giant buck tooth grill. <laughs> I don't understand why they need it on the EV, but I guess and I don't understand why they try to defend it. <laughs> yeah, I no, <laughs> just no. But it was close to the same price as the Polestar with almost a hundred less horsepower. Mm. So I was kind of like, eh, that it didn't do it for me. You know what I mean? So, and then I, then you even think about, it, I was comparing the Ionic five and the Polestar two, which is an SUV in a car. Like I really didn't feel like I had enough options. Yeah. There's it's definitely growing. Obviously we've seen all these EVs coming up and all these new models supposedly coming what about up, the right? Teslas? Can you test drive those? Uh yeah, yeah, you could. Okay. But the was, Teslas see... don't qualify for any tax incentives. I know, I know. And, but it's just oh, I always see people like ordering them online instead of actually going to like maybe one of their branch locations to test drive them or something. You can schedule uh test okay. drives. But I mean Right now that there's so many incentives, I really wanted to take advantage of whatever incentives I could. It mm. only makes sense, right? It does. Tesla does not qualify for those. Again, this kind of goes back to original when I was watching out for that uh, uh, Build Back Better bill. Mm. That was going to have a ton more tax incentives for electric vehicles, you know, but obviously it didn't go through. So, I don't know. I, I just didn't feel there was enough options, so... I abandoned the EV idea for now. For now. For now. For now. I'm still excited to see what else is going to come, I, but I want a selection, I guess. I actually want to go through it kind of like I did with the Type R and be able to test drive four different cars of some of a similar stature. You know what I mean? You could look into the Ford Lightning. This is true. The Ford Lightning is going to have to compete with the Rivian and the... Oh, and the Silverado. Yes. That's still only three. I'm well, not counting the Cybertruck. Well, it's four, but one doesn't exist still. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Hummer. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That is true. But yeah, so we'll see. I, I think uh, I, I shifted my plans, and I started shopping around for gas savers. Mm -hmm. So um, with the Crown Vic gone... I'm not dailying the fucking fox. <laughs> After a week. After a week, I was like, no, I can't do this again. And the truck wastes way too much gas. And it's big. It's annoying. And, and I think I've discussed it before. I don't like driving trucks. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I started looking at um, gas-powered cars again. <laughs> Um, I kind of went through the list of things. One of them that I, uh, I don't regret it, but at the same time, I'm kind of like, uh, I'm going to need to buy that car soon. But I was looking at the Miata RF, the RF hardtop, the NDs. The N the, yeah, the ND. Yes. Okay. They do really great on gas. And I still, I've never owned a Roadster. Hmm. I've never owned a Roadster before. I've kind of dabbled into most other kind of platforms, but never a Roadster. So I, it was very, very tempting, but I need a little bit more utility than <laughs> yeah, because uh, it, great gas mileage. You're gonna enjoy driving it and stuff here and there, but what else can you do with it? 
That's it. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it's a f- I can take it to the track. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you can take anything to the track. Yeah. I've taken the wagon, so <laughs> I'll take my tractor. Do it. But yeah, so I started looking at uh basically options where it's going to get good gas mileage and I won't totally hate driving it. A Prius? No. <laughs> <laughs> My idea still stands. Oh, jeez. My wife suggested like a fit. Uh the Honda the Honda fit. I mean they look nice, but they just don't they, they're, uh, <laughs> they look nice, but they just don't appeal to me. I don't know if they look nice. They're a very small bubble. Yeah. A very small bubble. But you can get them in a manual and they do great on gas. But no, I don't I don't, I don't think I'd be happy in that car. <laughs> So I started looking at a bunch of stuff, and I did end up settling on it. And I kind of feel like I went into the dark side of JDM. So I know there's some diehards for this brand, but whenever I went JDM, it was always usually like Nissan. It was always Honda, Nissan, and sometimes Toyota. So I actually went to Subaru this time. And uh, what I ended up deciding on was the Crosstrek. Okay. Wait, what? Crosstrek. I've never heard of that. You know, neither have I until I was, like, doing madman Googling. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I pretty much spent um, most of Sunday kind of online looking at different reviews, different cars, and, and trying to figure out where would be the best option to go with. Yeah. And I landed with this one because it did good, really good gas mileage. Um, it's kind of like it was. It's basically like built on the Impreza. It just looks like a lifted Impreza almost. It does. It does. So it's almost like a lifted Impreza. Obviously, Subaru they come with their all-wheel drive. Um, I could still get in in a manual. They're slow as shit. <laughs> They're slow, slow as shit. But they have a huge fucking gas tank. I think it's like 16.6 gallons. So roughly, um, if I drive it correctly, I should be able to get close to 500 miles to the tank. Ooh. So with how much I drive every week, hopefully that means I just need one gas station trip a week. That would be super fucking nice. And um, sent and I saw so many fucking videos and like you know when in, you know you dive into the community forums of yeah. whatever car right. Apparently, there's a lot of people who mod them and actually take them like overlanding and fucking off roading. Yeah, I did not know that. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people like to use uh, supers for off roading too. It doesn't have to be necessarily jeeps uh, uh, and trucks and everything. Yeah, and like I said about earlier with the Miata, like. I want to try explore new platforms that I've never really done before. Mm-hmm. I've never really done any like off-roading stuff and I've never owned a Subaru or I guess an actual all-wheel drive. Cuz you know like I think like we discussed before the wagon the the Buick is not a real all-wheel drive. It's kind of like that Volkswagen Helix system. Yes, I remember you talked about that. Yeah, so this one's an actual all-wheel drive. <laughs> so yeah, I I ended up going to um well, actually I should say this as far as, you know, for a uh, market awareness, right? <laughs> so, 
So I looked up through Carvana, CarMax, whatever, trying to see where the prices are at used, right? This was under the assumption that most dealers are going to have some fucking markup everywhere right now. And the price for used was going to be exceed more than price new. Hopefully not, but yes, that you know, just trying to see where the prices are all at for the car, right? So I looked it up, obviously. Um, apparently, I found out afterward that they don't offer as many features for the manual. You have to go automatic after a certain point, which kind of fucking sucks, but... It does. Yeah, but I did test drive the auto, and no. <laughs> <laughs> Just no. I don't like CBTs. <laughs> um, but anyways... So, after looking some some of them up online, I found one in manual, a uh, 2019 with 15,000 miles, and it was out in Irvine. Okay. They wanted 28.9. So, before I went there, I found that you know, online at a uh, the Subaru in Riverside, they actually had a pretty good amount i mean pretty in good stock. amount yeah pretty good amount for today's standards i guess <laughs> <laughs> i guess you know for right now the days of oh yeah we got 300 cars on the lot that shit's gone <laughs> so i went over there and they actually had one in manual okay the rest of them were all auto they only had one in manual um which is kind of expected because not a lot of people drive manual anymore no when when i asked for it uh the guy was just like oh i don't get a lot of people who ask for manual <laughs> let me go check if i remember the statistics 11 percent of americans drive manual so maybe but anyways so i did go i did go over there and um you know i checked the window stickers <laughs> <laughs> i didn't see any dealer markup on there Okay. So, and it's... And it was less so than the used much. one you saw earlier, right? Well, we'll get to that. Okay. So, you know, it, it is kind of sad that, uh, you know, consider how I bought the Buick. Mm. You know, I bought the Buick. I went in there and I negotiated a fucking buttfuck ton of money off. <laughs> it was fucking nice, you know? But now it's kind of like the deals are not paying markup and that's fucking sad. <laughs> and it really comes down to the pandemic with the pandemic and the, the shortages. microchip shortage. Yeah. Yeah. So dealerships got more power to the point where you can't negotiate anymore. It makes it a lot harder for sure. It makes it and a lot harder. For I'm sure. kind of lo- happy. I got the Mustang before the pandemic started. Yeah. Oh, Cause definitely. we were able to negotiate as well. If you remember. Oh yeah. No, I, I remember I was there with you and we were able to, I forget. What did we knock off of that? I think we knocked off like fifteen hundred, maybe, maybe more than that. I think so. We, I know, I, I know, I dinged them for the, the, the wheel, the curb rash on the wheels, the curb rash on the wheels. Because I said, did you guys account for this? He's like, uh, I was like, man, we need to knock off some of that off. <laughs> and then the the amount of down payment that I was able to convince him to even go a little bit further down as well. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, those, well, at least for now, those days are gone. For yeah. now, those days are gone. So I went in, and um, speaking of uh, the anime community growing, uh, this uh, super young kid, super young kid comes out to help. Um, he's the one that pulls in the manual for us. <clears throat> and I notice a uh, a lanyard coming out of his pocket. Mm. Hunter, Hunter. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, nice, nice. And I was like, oh, 
my people all right <laughs> my people <laughs> definitely definitely so i thought i was kind of crazy and what's funny is i even asked him because when he pulled up to park there was a i i think it was just a wrx i don't think it was the sti you should have told him that you can drive manual because you're a weeb right <laughs> <laughs> well there was a a wrx like you can kind of tell those are probably like the employee cars or something yeah and it had like some naruto peekers and stuff and i was like that's your car over there isn't it he's like nope apparently there's another one. Oh shit <laughs> He had a uh, a BRZ that was parked up mm. on the street right there. Um, but, yes, super, super cool guy. So, you know, shout out to Brian from Subaru in Riverside. But, um, yeah, so he ended up bringing the manual. I test drove it. I test drove the auto. And just for good measure, I wanted to make sure I'd check out a RAV4 because... I think a RAV4 would have served my needs pretty well as well. Yeah, t- I mean, Toyota doesn't does have some cars that are good on fuel economy especially yeah so i took off to toyota to go check it out real quick i wanted to make sure i didn't just jump into one right just leave myself with one option and then that's it kind of thing um i went to toyota and they had a rav4 sticker price of 33 with a ten thousand dollar markup on a rav4 not a forerunner bro i mean it's, it's expected it's expected actually I don't know. That's pretty brazen. That's a that's a big markup on a Rav because that's like a standard car. It's not anything like of a specialty at all, you know. And um, yeah, dude, it was like it was weird because it was almost like rude in a sense. Because they're showing me the car, I get in the car, and as I'm getting in the car, and he's bringing out the keys, and he hands me the keys to test drive. There's another salesman walking up with people to show them the same car like to try to pressure you mm. and he's and i'm telling him like you know i said it kind of loud i was like so what's up with this markup dude that's fucking crazy <laughs> this is <laughs> i think this is supposed to go on the forerunner or the tundra like you know kind of some of their more specialty oh, stuff Supra. yeah well some of their more specialty stuff he's like oh no that's kind of have to be there i can get you a discount and i was like ten thousand dollar discount like <laughs> <laughs> But no, I was like, you know what, dude? I was like, they're, I literally just left another dealership. They're not even doing any markup. Like, this is almost disrespectful. (laughs) I just fucking took off. I was like, I can't do this. Now tell me, did you go back after you bought the car to flex? No, no, I didn't. Ah. No. (laughs) What's funny is Saito was saying that the whole time. Go back. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But no, I went back and, um, um, I decided to pick up the manual Crosstrek. Okay. Uh, sticker price twenty eight nine, the exact same price as the twenty nineteen with fifteen thousand miles. Yeah. And this is twenty twenty two, and I had ten miles. Yeah, used car prices are out of fucking control, man. Like, if anybody's going out there shopping, please, please check new first. You might find a good dealer like the guys at Riverside Subaru that don't have any markup. Yeah. And it's going to be cheaper than buying one used. Holy crap, man. Like, if I wouldn't have stopped over there and just went straight to the one, you know, the one manual I saw for sale used thinking it was going to be cheaper or something, like, holy crap. (laughs) I mean, it's just like with the Toyota Tacomas right now. I have one of my workers that's been pressuring me to, like, sell it to him. I was like, I'm not interested in selling it. 
And with the amount of miles it has, with the condition it's in, the motor, the the trim level and everything. I mean, I got it for 8000 so it was pretty much a steal, especially in today's standards with the pandemic price and everything. So I basically told him, like, dude, if I sell it to you, I can never guarantee again that I'll find this exact same truck again in the condition and the mileage for the same price again. Nope, never again. Mm-hmm. Never, never again. Um, But getting into the car a little bit, like I said, I think it's going to serve all my purposes pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, I've already had one commuting day in it. <laughs> I noticed when I saw the mileage on it. Yeah, yeah, I got one commuting day in it. It's about to get a whole lot more miles. <laughs> Poor thing. Well, you know, that's what it's going to be for. I know, I know. I that's know. what it's going to be for. You know, at this point, uh, Crown Vic is gone, so <laughs> I figured instead of just buying another old one and kind of putting it through the ringer, if I bought another old car and put it through the ringer of repairs and making sure it's reliable. And then breaking down somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think at this one, I was like, you know what? Let me just get a newer gas saver, and I'll run this one, and hopefully by the time I'm done with it, there'll be more EV options. Yeah. So what do you think? Uh, three years? That It seems like almost every three years I'm buying a new car. <laughs> I mean, you're car shopping like 24-7. I, I am. I am. I, I am an opportunist. So did I use my dad as an excuse and give him the car so I can... Use that as the excuse to go buy one? I wouldn't Maybe. say it was the <laughs> excuse, but I would say it was... It was the, the push. It was the push, yes. It exactly. was definitely it was the, the push. It was the push. Yeah, at that point, like I said, I didn't have time to... I still probably don't. I'm not sure how I'm going to squeeze in some time to fix up that Toyota. Because he still wants it. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't hurt still having a second car for him. No, it never... Well, I mean, I got to... You know, <laughs> well, you know, too, like we got several. So it's like, yeah, it, it doesn't hurt to have a backup for your backup. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I got to squeeze in some time to fix that Toyota. And uh, I'll probably do the same thing I did last time is drive it out there and fly home. That'll be fun. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think uh, I think the Subaru will do me well. There is a couple. I know I'm gonna keep it stock, but there are a couple things I feel that I need to do. Where's Where's my cap button right now? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty good at keeping the dailies more or less stock. Cap. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, I did pretty well with the Type R. You know, what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna get those. Uh, Ish. That was easy buttons that Staples had and modified saying cap. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I mean, the Type R, I limited to what? Springs, wheels, exhaust. Tint. Tint doesn't count. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm Tint kidding. is standard. I'm that kidding. is a standard issue thing. <laughs> Your grill. Ah, uh, fuck the grill. <laughs> <laughs> All right, whatever, Manny. Your banner. Well, that doesn't count either. That doesn't count either. I'm just either. bullshitting right now. <laughs> I mean, I also did mount the tow hook too. Yes. But I took that off. They don't know what I did. The anime <laughs> stickers. I don't count either. <laughs> they get five extra horsepower. But yeah, I think with the with this Subaru, one thing for sure, and I'm not even sure if they make a part for it, 
And because I've never really owned like a Subaru, I don't really know where I need to go to find parts like aftermarket companies for it. Mm -hmm. I need to change that gearbox. That thing is sloppy as hell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did feel it when you let me drive it. Yeah. It, it's, it's sloppy. It is underpowered, but I think that's why the manual kind of helps me get over it. Even if it's underpowered, it just felt nice and smooth. It is very, yeah, it's 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 smooth, but the gearbox just feels sloppy, and I and I, it feels fine, like it doesn't feel like bad or too too bad. It's just that I'm used to aftermarket short shifters, like on the Fox body and stuff like that. So everything's normally very tight and precise. Yeah, I yeah. I don't like the slop. I don't like the slop at all. And I'm always used to feeling the clutch pedal feeling stiff and hard where you have to like put some force into it. That clutch pedal just went in like... Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I do want to find out if they make some sort of short throw or maybe I can get like some uh some thicker bushings or something to <laughs> tighten it up. I, something needs to tighten that thing up because that thing is a big thing of slop right now. And then uh, I also wanted to maybe think about getting an extra set of wheels and tires to go off-roading in. Okay. I don't want to lift it. <laughs> I never said lift. I don't want to lift it. I want to see how big I can go on stock height. Okay. On stock height. This way, like, when we want to take the dogs out and do like some overland go camping or something, we can kind of go off road with the big tires. But when I comes back to my commute, I'll put the stocks back on to get my gas mileage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm after my gas mileage now, Manny. <laughs> uh, knowing you, that's never going to happen. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> now the question is, when are we going to baptize your car? Define baptize. It's a Subaru. We must baptize it in vape smoke. I am not going to vape smoke. I can't. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. No, if anything, the baptism will be putting the first weeb sticker on it. It's a Subaru. That doesn't work. It has to be vape smoke. <laughs> Shoot, at this point, half the BRZs we see on the road has weeb stickers now. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Yeah. Right? Definitely We is. saw one on the way here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we always get food before we have our recording session, and yeah, we saw one on the way here. <laughs> but yeah, I I think that'll be the new addition. We'll post some pictures up. Um, we'll definitely post some pictures up of those uh those Prius Impossible the girls. Impossible, yes. <laughs> I'll see if I can find some stills because that's all from the YouTube video. I think I did see some pictures when I looked it up right now. Oh, you did? I okay, so. okay. We'll we'll probably download some stills and we'll put those in the Instagram because that's. Fucking hilarious. Yeah. Should have bought a Prius, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, I think with that, that's an episode, Manny. Yeah. Why don't you tell the people where they can find us? You can definitely find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at UnacceptedPod. And we do have a website at UnacceptedPod.com. Be sure to like, subscribe, leave a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you have any questions or want to send uh, Unaccepted Rev, you can email us at unacceptedpodcast at gmail.com and be sure to like, follow, um, hit up Scott from TFT Performante for any of your car repairs, car parts, tire changes. They're going to have graphic wrapping. It's kind of like your one-stop shop. Yeah. Let him know you're a listener to the show and he's going to take care of you. And that's at 
TFT Performante. They're tagged all over our Instagram all the time. They're good people. So, you know, so like we always say with everything, right? Support those that support you. With that, we'll see everybody next Wednesday. Adios.